And it's Wednesday. It is Sweep the League night. We're just taking over the podcast world on Wednesday nights. So if you're looking for something to listen to, it is Sweep the League podcast. Rudy, The Rock, Mark, or Stats, as he likes to be called. Shamaya making this whole thing go in the background. Derek Gervin. He's got a lot of uh, basketball stuff going on. Team Gervin has a lot of tournaments, so he's way deep into practice with those guys. So getting him ready for the weekend tournaments. It is Sweep the League again. This is going to be our NBA Finals edition. Got a little bit of Spurs cheese we're going to get into, but we're going to keep it short and simple. Rock, Rock likes the short and the uh, stumpy girls. Is that what it is, Rock? Is that a good way to put it? Yeah, of course. Why not? You know? Stumpy. Now, okay, so we're not there. There's no fat shaming. Stumpy's not fat shaming at all. I mean, I'm I'm fat. I'm I used to say a big bone, but I'm just I'm just plain old fat. Nah, no, 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 Rudy, you're not fat, man. No, on, I man. am. I I am because even though I've lost weight, it sucks. I, I I wake up in the morning. I go into the shower, take a shower, get out. The mirror's there. I wipe the steam off the mirror. And I still got those orangutan tits just hanging and dangling down on and I just can't deal with it anymore. So I I and I've got to go to Schlitterbahn this Saturday. So I'm gonna be shirtless, I thought, but after seeing that National Geographic picture in the mirror this morning, I'm definitely going to go get me a tank top to go with the swim shoes, the swim shorts that I've got. So, oh, um, but yeah, but enough of the, like I said, the National Geographic stuff. Uh, how you guys doing, Rock? Rock, are you okay? Because you you sent me a video of you bowling, trying to get recruited to the PBA tour, which I've bowled on the regional tour. I've been to a couple of actual PBA events, but you got one strike. You think one strike is going to get you anywhere in the world of bowling? Yeah, of course. But I mean, before I go on, go on about my, you know, in, uh, soon to be famous professional career, I think you should go shirtless. You know, to me, who gives a fuck of what you're wearing? Um, you know, as long as you feel good in your body. I mean, maybe you do, maybe you don't. But as long as you're healthy, that's all. I'm healthy, but yeah, exactly. that's what okay. all matters. OK, so I'm yes, I'm married. I definitely am married, happily married, got a kid. So I really don't have to impress girls. Yeah, but it's the same. It's a it's like the concept in your head, like. Oh, yeah. You want to go to the you want to go to water park. Yeah. You don't want, you know, you don't want your titties flapping in the water. I no, mean, I, I don't, don't want that at all. And I don't blame you, man. I used to, you know, be, as they say, fat. And when I was probably from 12 to 16, and I would when I go to the pool, I would just keep my shirt on. Um, now, like I guess you can say I'm stocky, but like, you know, I'm not like, you know, six pack, you know, looking at Zach Efron. More kind of like, you know, just a stocky guy has like a little bit of dad. Stomach in a way, but it's just like when I take off my shirt. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. It's like I'm only yeah. for a couple hours. You know? Like, you yeah, know? I was about to ask you what kind of six pack are you talking? Like a six pack of cores or a six pack of muscle? It's like a six pack of Mr. Pib, I think is what it oh, is. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> a six pack of Dos Equis, man. That's what that's what it's looking at. Yeah, a little bit of lime oh. on there. There you go. Yeah, yeah. put some chamoy and tahin. There you oh, go. There you go. Okay, so oh, you just mentioned beer real quick. I actually tried Yingling Flight last night. Yeah. And What'd I've been drinking. Okay, so I've been drinking Ultra because it's like 94 calories. And I found out that Flight is the same amount of calories. Holy balls, man. Flight is amazing. Yeah, it, it's, I, it's pretty good. Compared to Ultra, I mean, Flight just goes down so much smoother. I I, I was I was befuddled when I drank it. I mean, that's have, have definitely another beer. 
Yeah. Have you tried to uh, Troy Aikman's beer? No, I have not. It's, 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 good. It, it's actually pretty good. Oh yeah. yeah. So because, you know, because I've been talking about my orangutan tits, but I'm, I'm also <laughs> talking about calories over here. Cause I got to lose weight, more weight, but what's the calorie on the Aikman beer? Is, is it it's like 90, beer? right? Rocky. Yeah. It's like 90. It's like the same as Michelob and it has the same crisp pace. I mean, I enjoyed it when I had it. So yeah, I mean, I don't perfect mind. for a summer, summer evening, man. Yeah, because I don't have the body of Mark or Shamaya. I mean, you and I rock. We've got the uh, we've got the the stockiness, the stumpiness. You know, we've got the we've got the log body. But when you look at Shamaya and stats, I mean, I, I'm willing to bet you. I, I know Shamaya. Shamaya's probably got no, the, you know man, the no. body of Zeus, and he just doesn't want to say anything. Shamaya's a stud, man. Yeah, like, Shamaya's compared to all of us. Is a stud. Stats, on the other hand, I'm going to say, you know, we've worked with stats for a while. I bet you stats could pull all the women in at Schlitter Bond if he went shirtless. I, I think oh. he's got more than a six pack. What do you think? Uh, nah. No, nah, y'all washboard? are being too kind, man. Washboard abs? Is that what it is? Is that what, uh, that what you guys call it? That's why you wear big clothes in the studio all the time. You don't want to show off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I hope so. Uh, probably going, man, this is going way off the rails. We got to get back into some NBA talk. Yeah, so. th- th- this is the heart of sweep the league, man. Oh, yeah, this definitely is. All right, so we're, we're going to get an NBA talk. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, here we go. I knew it. I knew it. Here go. What do you got? Man, I'm a skeleton. I'm on the scene, bro. <laughs> I, I see. I, I, is a corpse. You talk about can... you talk about a hard body. <laughs> oh man, that's where I get get uh get shamed with my skeleton. Oh, <laughs> oh man, man. Shamaya gives you a hug, you're gonna get poked, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, I know. Okay, so for June 11th, we've got the barbecue cookoff. I don't. I'm gonna get you guys to go out there if y'all want to go out there. Uh, Sweep the league is gonna be going out there. We'll be representing. Uh, with Bear County Cookers, we took uh, two trophies last year, two second places. We're going for first place this year. I'll be out there uh, rocking uh, stats for my uh, even Derek. Derek's going to be a judge, so he's going to be out yeah. there. So hopefully all of us will be out there just chilling. You want to stop by, swing by, say hi. Grab a picture with the uh, the Zeus himself, Shamaya Reed. Mr. I am refocused there. Stats as well. I mean, Baller Boys podcast and everybody knows The Rock. So the one man that got slapped by uh, Thunder Rosa, that was. Uh, hey, yeah. and see, I, see, and I took I, I let her do that and I let her pull up my shirt. I didn't mind people seeing my body. Same. Yeah, you, hey man, you, you got slapped by the current AEW Women's AEW, World Champion. I put that that my see, you you need to put that on your Twitter resume and every resume. You you got slapped by the AEW World Champ. A women's yeah. world chap. The stats yeah. is right. Wow. Okay. Anyway, all right. Speaking of champions, man, we're about to crown a champion in the NBA. We're heading into game one tomorrow. We're going to get just fly right into it. I want to know who you're taking, and I want to know who you think the MVP of this series is. So I'm not even going to go first, man. I, I want one of you guys. I'm going to flip a coin. The coin says stats. I want stats. Stats gets into the numbers. He gets into the thick of things. Rock gives you that, you know, that cutting edge. I come in and I squash all the bullshit and I give you the right answers. So we're going to get Shemias too. Stats, you got Boston. You've got Golden State. Golden State can shoot the lights out. Boston is a very good defensive team. Plus, they got two scorers that can match up with Steph and Clay. 
is this a seven game series? What do you see for this NBA finals coming up? And I, I think we're going seven here. I think we're going seven and I think Boston's going to take it. You're going for the Boston bandwagon. Now you're jumping on the Boston bandwagon with me. It, I, I've it's got a rather, it's a rather ravishing choice. It's a ravishing choice. I, yeah, I got jump. plenty of, <laughs> it don't matter, man. I got plenty of room. I bought, I bought the entire train for all you Boston people that want to jump on. So, I mean, I didn't have a horse in this race because my pick, I mean, technically at the beginning of the season, we all had very different picks, like, you know, going back to when Sweep the League was on radio. So, yeah, you know, we we're starting fresh right now. If you ask me what I wanted to choose between these two teams, I'm going to go with Boston, man. I can't remember who, because I think I took you change. You, you had the Suns. No, no, I had the Suns. I either had the Suns and I had the Suns and Bucks in the finals again. And I took the Suns. I had Warriors. Yeah, that's still better than mine. I had Lakers and Bucks. Rock had the Warriors, right? He did have the war. So one of his teams is in there. Too bad they're not going to win. But one so of the Shemai, teams is still who, who did there. you have, Shemai? The Pistons and the Warriors? Or? Shemai. <laughs> Shemai. Wow. I'm sorry. I don't kiss butt on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need any of that, man. There's no ass kissing here at all, man. At all. So Mark's going on the bandwagon. Mark's pulled up to yeah. uh, row one, seat two, right next to me on that bandwagon, that Boston bandwagon. If yeah, if uh, Rock is oh what you got what do you got yeah no no I was I was just gonna say uh, real quick before we we go um, main reason is yeah like the Warriors they look daunting on paper and they have a lot of talent on offense uh, they're a good defensive team too um, both of these teams are the top two uh, offensive and defensive teams in the playoffs so far like I mean even dating all the way back to when the playoffs started. Um, so it's rather impressive that both of them made it to the finals. But I think Boston's defense is going to suffocate the Warriors. Wait, does, does Mark now. have a twin? Does Mark have a twin? Because uh, there's another podcast. I heard a different answer. Oh, what podcast is that? Are we talking? Oh, no, you got to Google it, man. Well, we're I'm, about, I'm hearing two different answers. <laughs> we're talking about the bar. But well, are we talking for, about for those of y'all who are listening, there's split only one personalities, way to find man. Out. <laughs> There's only one way to find out. I guess you could go take a listen to the Baller Boys podcast. Yeah, Baller Boys podcast. That is uh, Stats and Shemaya's right there. Rock and I have been a guest on there. The absolute best basketball podcast out there. Go take a listen 100%. And you can tell, you can see if Stats is, is you know, playing yo-yo, going back and forth, up and down with these teams. I mean, he he swore earlier that the Spurs were going to come out of that play-in game and be the champions. I remember that hands down. I remember that. Yeah, that is true. That is true. But that that's all I got. Big Rock, man. I know you got a lot to say about this series. Yeah, right. He's going to oh, – Steph's going to shoot the lights out. Clay's going to shoot the lights out. Draymond Green's going to do a line of coke and be the man he's is. What, what do you have, Rock? No, I mean this. This series is gonna be really interesting. Um, I know. I although I did pick the Heat, um, and you were right about Celtics winning. It's it's very exciting. This matchup is gonna be a real fresh matchup. And I know. I understand that people are like, "Well, I don't like seeing the Warriors go to the finals." It's like, we'll stop them. You know, they're so great, and a lot of fans hated when the Spurs are making to the finals. But I mean, the Warriors are just on a on a tear right now. But this series is gonna be the hardest for them. It was kind of the Warriors' death wish. Or def, like worse, like kryptonite, because if they would have played the Heat, they would have gone five, you know, maybe six, just because Jimmy Butler. But this is going seven, and although it's going to be close, I'm still riding with the Warriors. Um, I think you had mentioned regarding MVP, who I who I would choose, 
It's kind of tough to choose because, I mean, there's a, there's going to be that big narrative that Steph's never won a finals MVP. So could this be the year if they pull it out? But, I mean, because of right now, the final MVP odds have him plus 110, and the second best odds are Jason Tatum 175. You know, but a lot of people are kind of writing, what if, you know, Clay Thompson gets high? He's at a plus 1400. So could this be the year that Steph kind of changes that narrative of, him getting the finals MVP is going to be interesting. I mean, people bring back, back the fact that, you know, AD won it, KD won it. So it, I think it's going to be a really good series, but I'm still right with the Warriors, man. I, I I see the Warriors having a good legitimate chance. I mean, I do. I can't say I'm grinding with Boston, but I do see the Warriors having a legit chance of winning. But they're going to have to shoot the lights up, and they're going to have to put up some points. Yeah. I, I see that. where I look at it is – that difference maker, I mean, if Al Horford is playing the way he's been playing, Boston's going to be unbeatable. I'll give you that much. But the one guy for Boston who I think is extremely, extremely important is Derek White. Oh, 100%. And I'm going to tell you why. Because Marcus Smart's going to get down and dirty. He's going to defend. He's going to defend his ass off. But when you have seen, because we've all seen Derek White in San Antonio, if he brings that same defensive presence to Boston's second string, it's going to be real tough for the Warriors. The Warriors are going to have a really tough time scoring, in my opinion. I like Jordan Poole in this uh, in this uh, matchup here. I really like Jordan Poole. I think if Golden State has an opportunity to become champions, Jordan Poole is going to be that guy. I really, really feel Jordan Poole is going to be the difference maker. I, I'm taking Boston. I'm not switching I'm taking Boston. Actually, I'm taking Boston in six. I don't think it's going to go seven. So, you know, hey, Rudy, can I throw something in? Uh, sure. What's about up? Derek White? Uh, so while we're on the topic of Derek White, uh, so according to StatMuse, uh, during the Heat series, when Derek White was defending Lowry, Struess, Oladipo, and Robinson, out of 188 possessions, only he only allowed nine points on three of 28 field goal percent shooting, one of 14 from three, so seven seven percent field goal shooting from three seven turnovers he caused in six blocked shots and zero shooting fouls Derek white has been a beast on the defensive end exactly that's that's the key for boston Derek white's going to be the key and if he has he doesn't even have to have a massively great series he just has to be productive and score you know the 10 to 12 points a game Get a couple of charges, make it difficult for the Warriors. Where I feel the Warriors are going to be in trouble, I, I I'm going to say Draymond Green, man. I have a feeling that Boston's going to be able to get into his head. You know, he's probably not going to get some calls. That you know, Warriors are going to be a little frustrated. I feel with the stage being so big with the uh, the finals that I think Draymond's emotions are not going to be in check for a game or two. And it's going to really affect the Warriors this time around. Give me Boston in six. My MVP for this series. I mean, you got to go with Tatum, man. I mean, he's been on a whole nother level. If you want to give me a surprise MVP pick, I, I like Al Horford. I think Horford can, can be a true baller in this. Uh, but Tatum's going to just take it to a whole new level. Ever since that trade for Derek White, Boston's been on a a whole new world, man. They've been playing out of their minds. So Boston in six, Derek White's going to be productive. Tatum's going to go off. 
and we won't see the Warriors win this title, which means that KD is still safe, I guess, because if the Warriors win without KD, like I said last week, and I think Shamaya agreed too, it does diminish this his titles. I mean, it makes it look less valuable, in my opinion. It just, hey, he jumped on the bandwagon, and that's all it was. Now, now, Rudy, you say Al Horford as, as a super pick. Are you willing to bet on Al Horford $100? Are you willing to bet on him as your MVP pick? Because he's a plus 10000 right now. Wow, $100 bet. And he's plus 10000 Yeah, plus 10000 and Derek White's plus 15000 I would probably, for 100 bucks, I would probably put Al Horford. I would try to make that bet. Who, who are they going to stop him? Who's I mean, Draymond Green is going to defend Al Horford. Yeah. So that's a gimme, but can Draymond really be okay? So I'm I'm asking a stupid question. We saw what Draymond did to Jokic, and Jokic is you know night and day leaps and bounds better than Horford. Mm-hmm. But Jokic and the Nuggets didn't have that extra scores like Brown and Tatum. So I feel it'll open up Horford a little bit more for a hundred bucks at ten thousand to one odds. I would, yeah, I would take a chance at it. I think he's going to have a good series. And like I said, he could be that, he could be the guy to get the MVPs, you know, Andre Iguodala style. I mean, when Iguodala won it for the Warriors that one year, I mean, you can, you never know. So I would probably put a hundred bucks. Now I'm going to have to do a lot of only fan pictures to get that hundred bucks, but um, you know, Hey, it's, it's whatever, man. It's whatever. All I know is when you win, Rudy, you're not, you're going to be, you're going to be gone in San Antonio. We're never going to hear from you again. No, I'll still be here. I I got a wife and kid, man. That money will be gone in like two days. <laughs> right, right. But, but before we move on, like Rudy, you mentioned like Al Horford and like we haven't even mentioned, like we talked about Derek White, but we haven't even mentioned guys like Pritchard and Grant Williams. How pivotal oh, yeah. that those guys, especially Grant Williams, he's really come out and really shown what he can do on the offense and the defense. I mean, he just had what, like a 30-point game in the Heat series, I think, or the series before that. So the guy can light it up from three, and um, you know we 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 mentioned a little bit about Marcus Smart, but he's gonna he's a defensive maestro, defensive player of the year. He's gonna hound Curry, and then when he's not on him, they're probably gonna have White hounding him too. And White's been really good off of screens and off ball defense, and Curry's gonna have a tough time. And that's excluding the fact that Horford and Rob Williams are gonna provide size on the inside, and Kevon Looney is like exhausted after twenty five minutes of play. So when the Warriors have to go small, like, you know, what Wiggins is going to have to drive in the paint to get, you know, Poole or Clay, you know, kick the ball out to them to get shots. And if he got smart and, and white hounding the other guys, man, Poole's yeah. going to have to show up, like you mentioned, Rudy. Grant Williams is their dream on green, basically. Yeah, he really I mean, is. He did a great it, job on Giannis. And, and that's where I'm looking at. Yeah, so, okay, so you, you're going to start with, what, Tatum, Smart, Normally, it'd be what Tatum, Smart, Brown, Horford, Grant Williams, or Robert Williams. Who would you think they put in there? I, honestly, I, think, I would probably I think it's Grant, right? I would probably put Grant in there. Yeah, I think the last time they started with Robert and and Al, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. Yes, but you probably put Grant just to stretch the floor. Yeah, because Derek is their sixth man. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So if you go with Grant Williams, then technically you're gonna have to put Draymond on Grant. Because Horford's going to have to be guarded by Looney. Now, you mean to tell me Looney's going to make a huge difference against Horford? I mean, he's had an okay playoffs. He's had, I mean, not okay, but he's had good playoffs. 
But I mean, to go against Horford, I have the Warriors even played anybody with a legit center? Oh man, I, I don't know. But like again, like the thing that sticks out to me about Boston is just how many, how how much of a variety of defensive pieces that team has all across the board. Like from top to bottom, they have so many defensive like burdens that can like really give problems for the Warriors in this series. Okay, so the Warriors have played the Nuggets, which it's just Jokic. I mean, we can't really say Jokic is Jokic, but I mean, the Celtics with the big man and a better team than the Nuggets had this year. Then they go against the Grizzlies. I mean, nobody's terrified of the Grizzlies, big guys. There's no big man there. I mean, you had Valachunas, right, in Memphis? Jaron Jackson, but that's really it. But, I mean, centers they uh, uh There was that other guy. They had another center who was really big for them, too. Steven was Adams. That? Was it Steven Adams? No, oh, it's, it's the, the other guy. Well, oh, Steven Adams, but he didn't play till near the end. I think he might, was he talking about Brandon Clark. It might have been Clark, yeah. but he was he was pivotal for the for the Grizzlies in haters. terms of size. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there there was Stephen Adams and Brandon Clark. Jaron Jackson's another big guy. I mean, again, the Warriors haven't faced you know other than Jokic, which again Jokic was. I mean, that was the only guy the Nuggets had. I I, I see Horford being a problem for them, and that's why I think this is going to be a little bit different. I mean, you're going to see Boston slow down the the play the half-court game, slow down the ball a little bit, probably. So, man, this is going to be a good series. I got him in six. I got Boston in six. I think Mark said seven. Rock saying Warriors and what? Uh, seven. Seven. Shamaya, you got uh, any input on here? Man, I'm about to spice this thing up, all right? So here, we, this is what we're going to do. All right. So uh, real quick, you listen to Sweep the League. Uh, Rudy doing his thing. Let's make this fun, all right? You listen to this right now. Rudy, if I can ask you permission, whoever is a Boston Celtics fan other than Rudy and Mark, listen to this podcast and you share it on Twitter, you know, if they win against the Warriors in this series, I'll treat you to Burke Boy. Wow. About that? Now, okay. if me and Rocky win, <laughs> this is unfair, but I'm, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to get you two Burke Boys. So I'm going to double it up. So everybody wins in this situation. As long as this is good with Rudy, let's spice this up, man. Y'all share this podcast, share this episode. I am I'm all for that, man. A Burger Boy winner, no matter what, a Burger Boy winner. We're good. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Yeah, you can do whatever you want, man. You can do whatever you want. He did mention this is Sweep the League, Sweep the League podcast. Rocky, Shamaya, Stats, Rudy Campos, Derek Gervin. On he's training, man. Derek Gervin is training team Gervin, so he'll be popping in here and there with us. But yeah, I'm good with Burger Boy, dude. For sure. For sure. Burger Boy to a winner. You just got to share the podcast. Get us some, give us some love. That's all we got to really do here. Give us yeah, some all you love. Gotta, all you got to do is say who you want to win the series. And we'll, and Rudy will pick a random person, depending on the team you pick. And whoever's right, if you read the Warriors, me and Rock are going in seven, then you get double. If you're going with uh, Celtics, you get one. <laughs> but don't worry, we will make sure you get well, out. I'll pay I'll, Rudy. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll do it this way because it'd be fun. We'll do two winners no matter what. So I'll I'll oh, yeah. want to I'll throw it in there. I, we we got to cover. We got to cover Burger Boy, the official unofficial sponsor of Sweep the League for sure. Big old big old supporters of us for. So yeah, we'll do we'll do two giveaways. Um, 
for the Warriors win, we'll give away two. If the Celtics win, we'll give away two. Yeah, so. Burger Boy's good for the soul, y'all. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey. We we should probably give it to the losing team too, right? All right, rock. Okay, okay, okay. This is what I'm gonna do, Rudy. In addition Uh-oh. to that, in addition to that, because I, I, I did, farm. <laughs> right? I got deep pockets. Hey, Santa, <laughs> man, well, Santa's generous this year. Here's the thing: Mark knows I'm good for my word. Because oh, uh, I lost a bet with Mark, and I had to buy a Green Bay <laughs> shirt that That's was right. like he did. He a did. muscle shirt, basically. So if Celtics win, I will take a picture in a shirt that is a Boston Celtics shirt, and I will basically, yeah, show my shame of losing. Wow! Okay. Which Boston jersey? Like, are we talking like? Oh no, no, no! I ain't that rich. I'm gonna get a shirt. Oh, off Boston of jerseys? Like, oh. <laughs> are we talking like Eddie House or? No, nah, if I get a jersey, it's gonna be a knockoff. <laughs> it's gonna be <laughs> a knockoff. <laughs> Ross, real quick. Look, I, I'm not gonna Ross. get. I'm not so getting gonna, ooh, end official jersey. <laughs> we're gonna see Shamai roll up in a Dino Rogers jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but no, I will. Oh I will gosh. if the Celtics win this series. In addition to the the food, I will also get a t-shirt off of Amazon. I'll wear it. I'll get it in advance if it looks like they're about to lose. Shumai, if you find a a knockoff Michael Petrus Boston (laughs) shirt, will you wear that, please? I don't think it's it's such a good idea to wear another team's jersey. I've heard that's been a bad thing going around in San Antonio for something. I I will wear it in public. It'll be a selfie. (laughs) (laughs) Rock, what do you got, man? You were going to say something there. I was, I was going to say, he should do Brian Scalabrini, man. You know, the legend. Oh, oh yeah. The legend. Mamba. Or a the white red mamba. mamba. Oh, was it, no, it was a red mamba. Was oh, it? Was it? Yeah, I think it's the red. Yeah, one. the red mamba. Dude. What the hell was Matt Bonner, though? Uh, was he? Was it Matt Bonner the red mamba? And I think Scalabrini might have been the white mamba. I don't remember, man. I thought Scalabrini was the red mamba. We got to look that up. We'll figure it out. We'll figure that out later. Yeah, but. Andy Dalton's the red rifle. Okay, Dalton, well, yeah, nobody cares oh, about Andy God. Dalton. <laughs> His Christmas story looking ass. I don't, I don't ass, know, man. man. Saints. We ain't worried about that guy. I don't know, man. Saints fans are getting hyped. It's Saints fans. Come on, dude. Yeah, you just give them, you give them a few forgot. liquor and beads and they're hyped for everything. I forgot, I forgot he went to New Orleans. Wow. The, the, Saints, <laughs> the Saints are making the playoffs, man. Now you know why Drew Brees wants to come back because they are, <laughs> literally don't have shit in New Orleans anymore. <laughs> They're trying to keep Michael Thomas. Well, it, it might be better than Drew Brees at this point, though. Oh no, no! If Drew Brees stays retired, any Dalton's their best bet. I mean, yeah. who are they? Gonna, I'm surprised Jameis Winston still has his fingers after saying he wants to eat a W that one time. I mean, that was the most craziest dumb shit I've ever seen. Speaking of dumb shit, man, Spurs Cheesemere Rock. You got any Cheesemere for the Spurs fans out there? Yeah, dude. Um, supposedly, I don't know. If it's like I seen a, like a report saying from a Cleveland writer that. Spurs front office likes Colin Sexton. Um, he's gonna be a restricted yeah. agent this this summer. Um, he could be one of those free agent that players that fans are really you know vouching for. You know, the, you have the Zach Levines of the world. The I want to get y'all's thoughts, man. If we strike out or as in the Spurs front office strikes out on Levine and Aiden, would you pursue Sexton? You know, would do y'all think he'd be a good fit? Uh, stats. I want you to start on this, man. I mean, I think, I mean, just a lot of people know how good, uh, you know, Sexton is. And, you know, of course, right now he 
he might not be well, like with his current team, he, of course, he's kind of taken a back seat to the other guys that have shined there, but um, I don't see why not. The guy's still young. He's got a lot of potential. He goes, if he does go with the, to the Spurs, I mean, the Spurs are one of the most trusting like systems as far as developing players. So I don't see that being a bad thing at all. And of course, like pop loves, you know, developing like these younger guys and getting the best out of them. And those younger guys deserve like that type of like wisdom and tutelage so that they can get the best out of themselves earlier on in their career. I mean, look at Derek White, you know. But you're talking about a six one guy, a point guard at that. So then you go back to the problem we had earlier, well, last year and the few years back. You've got a backcourt of Derek White and you know, DeJounte Murray. Now you're going to go DeJounte, Colin Sexton. I've seen people talking about this, and this is in the wonderful world of Facebook. Somebody says, oh, you know, trade so-and-so, get Sexton here. Oh, the but armchair he has GMs. Armchair GMs, man. <laughs> and they say you, you bring Sexton off the bench. And I'm thinking, Colin Sexton is not a guy you want to bring off the bench. He's, no. he's a starter in Cleveland. He's averaging 16 points a game. That's not a guy, he's he's not Mario Ginobili, put it that way. He's not a guy that's going to say, oh, I'm going to go to San Antonio to ride the pine when I can stay in Cleveland and be starting next to Darius Garland. I mean, there's there's no reason why I think, you know, we should we should probably look at him. I get the hype for him. I, I kind of like it in a way, but I don't see it being a really good backcourt. The only way I see it happening is if you really are moving on from DeJounte Murray and you're landing a massive player in return, then I could see something like that happen. Now, if you're Cleveland and you want DeJounte and you're looking at that number nine pick and you say, hey, we're more than happy to give you Sexton and Evan Mobley. Oh, that would be fantastic. Do you really say, well, I don't know about that. I think, you know, and even at that, with DeJounte's contract with the number nine pick, considering Sexton is still on a rookie deal, Mobley's on a rookie deal, you could even, if you're the Spurs and you want to get greedy, you could go, give me, I want Sexton, Mobley, and Larry Markkinen. That would be... I, I like that haul, that, that would be instant, not success, not championship, but that would be instant core right there. Now, you would give up the ninth, but you could also maybe get Cleveland's number one in return, possibly, I doubt it, but I mean, at 20 and 25, you can still go out there and get some really good players. God, and you get all that potential in that bundle too. You know, like Sexton, I mean, he plays shooting guard too. So I mean, you got Mobley yeah. and well, I always thought Markinen would have been a great like Spurs type. Oh man, player. I love, I love Markinen. I've loved him since his days yeah. at uh, Arizona. I've, I've loved Markinen. Yeah. I always, I always thought he was a good, he would have been a good fit as a Spurs player. So. Yeah, I, I like that. I like this. What do you got, Rock? I was just, th- I was just gonna say, like, even even if he did that trade, I just think, as much as I would want to do that trade, I just don't think they would move on from Mobley, just because to me, Mobley's probably their most prized possession right now on the team. You know, Evan Mobley showed what he did in his rookie season. Um, if we get Sexton, and and say we trade Dejounte the ninth pick, I can see us getting Sexton, their pick and marking in because they'll probably want to keep. Uh, like I said, Mobley, which I'd be fine with because, you I mean, you essentially get a pick. Sexton, you get a, get another point guard. He is coming off an ACL, which is unfortunate, and it'd be kind of tough. So we'll have to see how that that is. But 
even though fans would be kind of upset, this guy's coming off a 24 point per game season just two seasons ago. He's a scorer at will, probably arguably a better scorer than the Jante because they have different skill sets. You Ooh, know, watch it, watch it. Spurs Twitter gonna kick your ass. Well, I'm just saying they have different skill sets. They, they have okay, like Dejounte. You, you look, you, you think of Dejounte. What do you think of first? Do you think of defense or offense? Personally, I think of defense. I mean, yeah. I like him for his defense. Yeah, and, and there's not, there's nothing against you know Dejounte's game. I'm just saying Sexton has a more arguably a better offensive game. Is he a better defender? No. But you're gonna sacrifice something if you want to get if you want to get something. You know that's why you hear if the Spurs want to move out there like real high to top three. The Spurs armchair armchair James were like, well, let's just package the ninth and twenty and twenty fifth pick, and maybe we we'll get to the top three. No, why does the team? Why would a team want three players? You know, for a top three pick. You know, so that's just the way I see it. But I mean, they're two different players. I I wish the Spurs. If they did it, they could just bring in Sexton and not have to move anyone. I could see a Sexton Dejounte court backcourt being interesting. You know, Dejounte Sexton would be the scorer. Dejounte can just worry about distributing, scoring, playing D. It could work. I don't. It'd be kind of different to me than Derek White because Sexton's a more gifted scorer than White. But I mean, you're going to be giving up that my defensive end, so it might be a liability. But we have to see. I mean. We could be talking all this, but then nothing happens, and we're just writing in the free agency with three, writing the next offseason with three three draft picks. I don't see anything happening just because. Yeah. I mean, for real, man. I don't see Cleveland doing anything except signing Sexton. He's going to be what a restricted free agent, so they can match any deal. Mm-hmm. I have to look at the bird rights. If they have the bird rights, they can go above and beyond anybody else's deal and not get penalized for it. So, you're you're a Cleveland team that. Was you know I mean you you're right there in the playoffs so you really shouldn't have to move and not only that you've got the 14th pick in this year's draft so it's just kind of like you're reloading I I saw the hype I get the I understand it a little but as if I'm the Spurs I'm asking for a shit ton with Sexton in a trade I mean yeah. I'm I'm trying to make it almost impossible to get it Do you really need Sexton? It wouldn't hurt, but I feel if you still if you're stuck at nine, you have 20, 25, you're you're sitting good. I don't think you know coming in getting a section would be sexy at all. I mean, I think it would just kind of fill a need at the shooting guard position. But again, it comes down to one person, and this one person is gonna make it very difficult or open up the floodgates, and that's Lonnie Walker. Nobody knows what the hell is going to happen with Lonnie Walker. Is he going to go? I mean, you've seen some teams that have been talking about he's a $13 million guy a year. And Boston is one of them. It's funny because Boston is at the top of the list when it comes to Lonnie Walker. They're not going to be afraid to pay him the 12, 13 mil a year. So you're talking about a team in the NBA finals getting a player like Lonnie Walker. As a Spurs, I don't think you match that. And that's where I'm saying if you let Lonnie walk, then you can go get a Colin Sexton and maybe pay, you know, a little over for him. So it's just, it's the off season, man. We're going to have to see what happens with the, uh, the official NBA off season starting today. I believe it's going to be crazy the next few weeks, especially with a draft coming up. Yeah. And it's interesting while we're on the topic of Lonnie Walker, um, I think the Spurs are going to let him walk. No, no pun intended, but, um, (laughs) 
I think, well, here's the thing though, that people are forgetting and they're like, Oh, do we really want to let him go to a team like Boston? Boston is wanting to drop that money off of like on Lonnie because he's, he's proven that he's been pretty good off the bench. I think Lonnie is just a really good six man type of player. And the Celtics are already at a different stage of like competitiveness than the Spurs are like, they are a basic, basically near complete team that is ready to contend for a championship right now as they are right now. So I think they would be willing, like you said, Rudy, they would be willing to drop the 13, 14 mil on Lonnie to secure a sixth man type of guy um, alongside some of the other guys, the younger guys that they have coming off the bench just to secure a scoring threat, you know, off, you know, when, when Tatum and Brown get tired or they have to rest. Yeah, I, I I see Boston spending that money. If they're number one guys out there for him, I see him spending that money on a guy like Lonnie Walker. They can afford it. You got Brown, you've got Tatum, you've got Grant Williams, you've got guys that they can go ahead of him and he can, you know, fit in their system. I really think he could fit in Boston's system. I mean, he can just be a spot-up shooter. There's no re- there's no need for him to be a slasher when you have Brown and Tatum. And that's kind of what the Spurs need here. They need him to be aggressive. They need him to be a slasher, get to the basket. In Boston, imagine Lonnie just working on his three-point shot, sitting on the corner, just knocking him down left and right. I think it fits his I think it fits his game perfectly up in Boston. Yeah, I have to agree, man. I mean, Ime Udoka's doing a hell of a job over there and and if they pull it out, like you're saying, and, and they end up adding Lonnie in the offseason, they're only going to get even better, man. And like going back to the Cavs, um, it's kind of funny what Ime had said, like, that he was runner-up to uh, three teams before you know he ended up eventually getting this Boston job. And he listed Shemaya's Pistons, the Pacers, and the Cavs, man. And I bet you all of them are kicking themselves in the butt for not hiring Ime. It's crazy what he's been doing as a rookie head coach. And, we'll see, I mean – even if the Warriors do lose, I'll be happy because Ime from the Spurs tree, it'll be awesome to see and seeing Derek White, you know, get a chip. So that'll be awesome either way. So it's kind of a little bit of a win-win for me, Rudy, if you, if you have to ask, but I'm still going to write at the Warriors. Yeah. Wow. Mad, mad props to Ime, man, for, for like, cause remember the Celtics were a mess in the first half of the season. A lot of people forget just how like they were right on the outskirts of the playoffs in the East like in the first half of the season. And then they got blown out by the Knicks. And then for the guys to go into that locker room, you know, face themselves, say, we are better than this. We got to turn this around. And for Ime to be able to lead the charge in that is very impressive. Like you said, Rocky, for like a rookie head coach and for him to get to the finals, win or lose, they can they can hang their hat on this as a successful season. Oh, yeah, man. They definitely, definitely can. Well, man, we got finals coming up tomorrow. Um and it's Thursday night. We got our picks in. Me and Mark are on the uh, Boston train while Shamaya and Rocky are on the bicycles that are the Warriors. So we're, we're coming to pull into the train station here and get Boston that I believe it's what the 18th title in their in their history. So yep. that would make them the all-time winningest NBA organization because I think they're tied with the Lakers at 17 right now. So mm-hmm. good job, Celtics. Let's get this uh this W for all the Celtic legends out there. You know, Larry Bird, as uh aforementioned, Dino uh Dino Raja, you know, Mark uh, said Michael Petrus. I mean Obviously Antoine guys. Walker, yeah, Michael. Antoine Peters. Walker, Chauncey Billups, man, who's yeah, the former son? Uh, Bruce Bowen, yeah, 
Bruce Bowen. Was Bruce Bowen? Yeah. No, he was a yeah, he, he was, was a Celtic. Yeah, he was a Celtic. I know he was with the Heat. Holy cow, Bruce a Scalabrini, man. You know Eddie House, like you know wow. Big Baby. You know. Oh, screw that guy, Big Baby. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna get his head knocked off by Jake Paul or whoever the hell he's fighting. One of the Paul Dan brothers, <laughs> Kendrick Perkins. That's it. Oh, Kendrick. Kendrick, yeah, one of the other Celtic greats, Kendrick Perkins. Can't forget Maya, because you guys are way too young, but you know, I go back into the great kite years and when Bill Walton was, you know, at the end of his career and he just sat on the bench and helped here and there, you know, Larry Bird and Robert Parrish and all those guys. But Celtics Warriors uh, finals coming up. It's going to be a great one. I, I can see it going seven, but I'm going to take Boston in six. So, that's it, fellas. We talked NBA. We got some cheese man out there. Everybody got any last words? Rock, you got anything to say to everybody out there? Um, I mean, first off, you know, just be safe, everyone. You know, just hug your loved ones a little bit tighter. Um, I know it's kind of a sad situation, you know, seeing everyone, you know, see their last days. But uh, today, uh, former Cowboys running back Marion Barber was uh, unfortunately found dead in his Frisco apartment. I know he was going through some, you know, mental issues and, uh, and they don't really know what happened. It's under investigation, but my, my thoughts and all the sweep the leads, thoughts and prayers and condolences to his family. Yeah, definitely family and prayers, uh, prayers and uh, uh, hugs, man. You know, it's mm-hmm. difficult time for Marion Barber. Um, definitely wish I to hear that new stats. You got anything? Yeah, just, you know, rest in peace to him and, you know, uh, just hoping for strength and hope for, for his family and friends, man. You know, it's it's always tough on on the people that they end up leaving behind, and you know, you just wish them you know best of luck and that they keep their head up. For sure, Shamaya, you got anything, brother? Man, uh, this was another great show. This is what we do, man. Every single week, we we just make it happen. Every single week, he's right. Every single week, we bring the fire, and you don't ever know how the hell the show's going to start. Next week, probably start the same way, maybe even a little bit crazier. But yes, definitely uh, prayers and thoughts out to and condolences out to Marion Barber and his family. More news will be coming out, I'm sure, uh, on Marion Barber, former Dallas Cowboy, former Chicago Bear. So for Rock, for Stats, Shamaya, Rudy Campos Jr., let you all know that you can find us next week as we sweep the league uh, once again next Wednesday. Don't forget, June 11th, Mark Taylor, Mike Taylor Barbecue Cookoff will be out there at the Peacock Center, the Boys and Girls Club of Woodlawn Lake. So for everybody here, we'll see you guys next week. I better go. Later. Peace out, y'all.